Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast, I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development, and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. My name is Laura and I'm your host. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. I am going to be talking about failure. Failure is something that I feel needs to be spoken about more and needs to be normalized more because it is a natural part of the journey towards change, transformation and success. And quite often we feel that when we come up against challenges and setbacks and failures that it means something about us not being capable or things not being possible to change. So initially I was going to record this episode specifically to talk about the story of J.K. Rowland, the author, because I had done a couple of episodes called How She Lifted Herself. And I figured that what would be a really good idea for me to do is focus the theme of this episode on failure and then incorporate some stories of well-known celebrities, successful people who have faced so many different types of failure on their journey and they've not let it stop them or hold them back. And then as a result, they've been able to see success. And then I also wanted to share my view on on this situation and how failure has shown up in my life because I think it is very easy for us to look at things from rose-tinted glasses and have a belief or a perception that the people that we see making moves or putting themselves out there or taking risks have never faced failure, have never faced fear and are superhuman, bulletproof and they just don't let emotion affect them. And that could not be any further from the truth. I have spoken to so many people on the podcast now and worked with clients and been in different settings with women who are building businesses. And I've been able to have multiple conversations. And a big theme that I've noticed in near enough every single person is that they've all faced a sense of challenge, setback and failure ultimately on their path. And the difference is between the people who don't succeed and the people who do is that they didn't let it stop them and they continued to move forward. So the thing for me here with failure is reflecting on the meaning that we are giving it because if we're given failure a meaning that it means we aren't capable or we aren't good enough or things aren't possible or if it's a sign from the universe that this is never going to work we're then going to continue to see more evidence to prove the narrative that we're telling ourselves. And then as a result, the emotions that are going to come up are going to be low vibe, negative, heavy, not inspiring or creative in any way. So it's almost this self-fulfilling prophecy of feeling down on yourself, the emotions come up, it's reinforced and you're not able to get out of the cycle. That isn't to say that when failure happens in your life that you can't feel sad. It just shows that you care. It just shows that something really meant a lot to you and the loss of that or something not working out in the way that you really wanted it to 
has affected you emotionally and it has caused you to feel sadness, heartbreak, because we can look at failure in so many different contexts, can't we? It's not just about failure to build a business. It can be failure in a relationship not working out, failure in a friendship not working out, failure in anything. It's always going to show up. The more that we're able to see failure as a strength and the more that we're able to see that it doesn't have to hold us back, we will continue to see opportunities and growth because we've trained ourselves to switch the narrative. A big part of the work that I do on myself and I teach my clients to do is to notice their own pattern notice their own beliefs, notice their own stories and their paradigm, which is basically their perception of self, their self-image, how they present themselves to the world, what they feel truly worthy of. Because if you are telling yourself a story, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, that you're a failure or that you start things and you never finish it or you always quit things, that is because you've probably got some evidence from the past where those situations have occurred or somebody's told you that so you've took on their belief about you and made it an imprint within your own narrative within your own dna and the thing is with beliefs is they have the power to help us grow or they have the power to hinder us and stop us in our tracks so there's a couple of things here If you're telling yourself a belief that you're not good enough, that you're a failure, that you aren't ready yet, that nothing works out for you, that you never finish things, that you you start things and then you flip between one thing and the other and it just never grows, it never gets to the point where you want it to be, whether that is when you're dating and you're meeting different people and you're thinking, oh, this is just not working out. It's just going from failure after failure after failure or it could even be business idea going from one business idea oh that's not worked to another it's stopping and thinking okay right in this situation yes I've experienced some some moments where things haven't gone to plan and let's say that's failed so what can I learn from this instead of making it mean something about who I am as a person how can I detach in some ways from that being a part of who I am And just looking at it as part of the journey and it's part of the human experience that we aren't always going to get things right and we aren't always going to know the answer straight away, especially if we've not been in these situations or we've not experienced it before. Thinking about the story and the behaviour patterns that continue to repeat themselves and then think about when that first cropped up in your life. Was that from a childhood experience? Was that something that someone said to you one time and you've took that belief on and almost worn it like a coat and it's hiding you? It's kind of like covering you up because it's a bit of an armour of protection. There's so many ways in which that we begin to borrow other people's beliefs about ourselves and then we start to meet up to their expectations with certain areas of our life because we are attached subconsciously or consciously to the identity 
and you can relate this to fitness and health and wellness. So if you have always been in a cycle where you've struggled with your weight or your self-confidence and self-love, people tend to know you for being that version of you because your behavior patterns and your stories and the way that you talk about yourself is going to reflect the imprint of a person who is insecure or a person who doesn't like to work out or who really struggles with certain food choices that they make and people get used to that people get familiar with you being that way and they get comfortable with you being that way so when you want to go on a journey of prioritizing your wellness transforming your health people are then going to really have a level of doubt towards that because they always see you from a certain light they've always known you as being a certain person And if you're putting emphasis on their opinion and their belief about you and you're wearing that as though, yes, this is my identity, you're going to live up to their expectations. So the point that I'm saying is whether you're embarking on a journey of wellness and transformation or building a business, the same principles apply that it's about how you can truly feel a sense of belief and confidence in the decisions that you're making and knowing that failure setbacks are part of the journey and it doesn't have to influence the outcome and the way that it doesn't influence the outcome that you get is the story that you tell yourself. So for example, say we fail at something The first step is allowing yourself to feel upset, sad, disappointed, heartbroken, feeling the emotions and letting them be known because the worst thing that we can do is suppress or lie to ourselves or pretend that certain things don't hurt us when they have done. And when we're able to feel those emotions, what we don't want to do is stay there for any longer than necessary because when we do, This is when we get into a rut. This is when we start to self-sabotage. This is when we procrastinate because we're staying in a situation, in in an emotion, in a feeling, in a belief that is saving us in some senses, could be giving us some level of payoff, even if we don't want to admit it out loud. So how are we then able to take accountability to release those emotions and feelings and let them go with love? And then we have the space and opportunity to think, what has this situation taught me? What has this failure helped me see different that I didn't know initially? So where were my signs of weaknesses? Where did I lack skills? And that could be communication skills. Where did I not put my full focus into something? how are you able to take accountability for the failure and this is difficult right because quite often we we don't want to look at our role in a situation and it can be easier to project and look at other people's roles or what other people didn't do or how other people did us wrong and that doesn't mean to say that they never because they may well have done you know they may well have treated you with disrespect or took advantage of you or lots of horrible things that can unfortunately happen and if it's a failure on your behalf then maybe it's a failure that you didn't spot the red flags so it's how you're able to learn from this to prevent it from happening again that's that's the goal isn't it so when we experience something and we find ourselves in a situation we want to be able to make sure that we never go back to that place and if we do find ourselves back in that place there's a reason 
and that's a behavior pattern that's a consistent pattern occurring so this is when you're able to look more at your own choices because your choices are influencing your behavior patterns the action steps that you're taking what you're not seeing or what you're choosing to not see and then it is resulting in the outcome that you're getting so whether that is certain people that you're attracting into your world or certain conversations certain opportunities or not opportunities as well so it's having a look at what can I learn from this situation and then once you're able to see what you can learn the key here is to then begin to apply it as you progress and move forward because if you have a vision towards something if you want to transform and feel better about yourself if you want to attract a soulmate partner if you want to go traveling around the world if you want to build a successful business and impact people in in some way then the universe is going to present opportunities for you to be able to get to that vision and that goal because it's a co-creation process so as soon as you're able to look at what did I do wrong and not in like a what did I do wrong oh I'm going to beat myself up oh woe's me it's an empowered approach of what decision did I make? Where did I drop the ball here? Where did I wear those rose-tinted glasses and not see things for what they were? And why did that happen? Is that because there was familiar patterns from my childhood? Is that because I was insecure in some ways? Is that because this particular opportunity wasn't right for me? It wasn't aligned? It wasn't meant for me? It's not truly what I wanted? I've realised now that I'm thought I wanted this and it's actually not what I want and it's time to pivot it's time to change is it because I was going towards things from the wrong intention with the wrong mindset and you can also look at it from the perspective of is it time for me to leave this to end this situation that because sometimes when we quit or we stop something quitting isn't always a bad thing it's just about when you're quitting why are you quitting is because it's not feeling good for you anymore it's not aligned for you it's not where you see yourself in the future the reasons that you're doing it don't feel internally good so remembering that when you have the opportunity to look at what is this showing me? What is this teaching me? And how do I take accountability for this situation? You can make different decisions and choices. Asking ourselves these uncomfortable questions is the thing that will set us free because we're not ignoring it. We're facing it. We're moving through it. And when you move through it, you can leave it behind you because you start to change and alter your self-image because you no longer resonate with the behaviour patterns or the way in which that version of you was showing up because you see that there's a whole other way of living and that's how you're raising your consciousness you're raising your awareness so things don't have to be at a certain way or a certain level that they've always been things can change and shift well honestly the biggest thing with failure is recognizing that it has a lot of strengths it brings to our life and i know you're probably thinking is she messing? How does it bring strength to my life? It doesn't make me feel empowered or strong when I failed at something that I wanted so badly to work out. And it's looking at, well, not only what is this teaching you, even though that's a big part, but it's also who is this helping you become? 
Who is this helping you evolve into? How is this building your internal strength? How is this helping you connect to your intuition? Because once you've connected fully to your intuition, we know that our intuition is our inner guidance system, the inner tuition. So it's teaching us things that our higher self, that our guides, our angels, our connection to source is wanting to send down to us. But the reality is, is we are often so busy living up in our heads and we are always making decisions in the way in which that we feel we should or the way in which that seems acceptable by the majority of society. When our intuition is sending us a sign that might be something different to the norm or different to a usual path, we tend to not listen to it because we don't have a full sense of trust with our intuition. So failure helps you build trust with yourself. It helps you build trust with your intuition. I'm sure there's probably been occasions where you've missed red flags and you've realised further down the line whether this is in a friendship or this is in a relationship that your intuition all along was sending you the signals and signs. Your mind just talked you out of it and just brushed it under the carpet. And then the universe showed you the truth, like it revealed the truth to you quite often when you're on a spiritual path and you're embarking on this journey. Your guides will show you the truth of people, people's true intentions. It will be revealed to you. And quite often then you have a choice what you decide to do with that, whether you take that on and you see it as a lesson and you see it as a way of making a different choice. That's when you're strengthening more to your own internal wisdom. So I know this might sound funny, how can you find gratitude for the failures? How can you find gratitude for the low moments? And instead of seeing the setbacks that have happened in your life as holding you back, what if you seen it as though it was strengthening you for your biggest setup? I think there's a saying like the darkest before the dawn, which is basically right before you're about to go through a breakthrough or a revelation or an opportunity or something is about to happen that you've been working towards usually things can feel really dark and unsettled and your faith muscle is tested massively and it's when you still have the trust and you act in accordance to your bigger vision, to your higher self, to the greater good of all, you're doing things with good intentions, you will be rewarded for that. And we just have to make sure that we're standing in the truth of what we want and who we are. So we're not being distracted by quick fixes or easy wins or diverting our attention to something because we think that that's going to get us what we want quicker. And the moment that we do that, we're then not staying on track or in alignment with our true self, with our future self. So I actually think from a spiritual perspective that failure comes to help us build a sense of trust with spirit. Because when you are journaling and meditating and asking the universe for signs, your guides will be communicating with you on many different levels and The way in which you strengthen your ability to receive those signs is simply through practice and it's also through trust because this is the thing with spiritual growth and spirituality. A lot of people don't get it because you can't always see things. It's not a tangible, practical 
logical, strategic approach towards making decisions. And when you say, I get this feeling or I receive this sign and it confirmed the feeling or the vision and the goal that I already had, a lot of people in the, the world will look at you like you've got three heads. And this is where you've got to trust yourself. Yes, you're not putting your whole lifeline and big decisions on waiting for a sign to come you're using the signs and the communication with spirit as a means of confirming what you already know I always say to my clients when they ask me about signs how do I know if it's the right sign how do I know if it's the the best step to take and it's what you're feeling when you see that sign what does your intuition tell you do you get goosebumps do you get chills Do you feel this sense of like an energy burst in your heart or in your belly or wherever it comes up when you see the sign? Usually when I've asked for signs after I've faced failures, I just know and I can't put it really into tangible words other than I just know that that's the sign, that's the confirmation and I'm going to trust it and I'm going to go with it. And it doesn't mean to say that you have to make all these huge moves immediately and you set your nervous system into overdrive and then we start living in lack and panic and scarcity. It's how you're able to see that as comfort of like, let's keep going in this direction because this is the right thing to do. There's a quote that I wanted to share with you as well, which is by Winston Churchill and it's success is the ability to go from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. I love this quote because basically it means that the more that we're able to see failure as just opportunities for growth, elevation, leveling up and expanding, you're then becoming a lot more resilient within yourself. And if you were to think of a successful person, because success is different to us all, so my definition and vision of a successful or the successful version of me may well be different to your vision of what success is going to look like for you or will look like for you and that's okay it's divine but it's recognizing that without the failures then we won't have the resilience that we need to hold the success because usually successful people whether that's success financially success through impact success through their family They have to be able to have the energetic capacity and awareness to hold and sustain challenges, to be able to divide their time, to be able to be organised, to be able to make scary decisions, to be able to know when to say yes and know when to say no and really, I guess, organise themselves in many senses. So how do we strengthen that ability to be that version of us the successful version of us we always hear in the self-development space think of the version that you want to become and start to be them now because that's going to get you closer towards what it is that you want so in order for us to actually strengthen and alter internally how we're showing up through our habits through our beliefs through the environments that we're in we're going to have to face failures along the way And the failures, the setbacks and the challenges are there to strengthen and build resilience. So if you go from failure to failure to failure, it doesn't actually mean that you're further away from success. 
you're just one step closer to a yes you're one step closer to things happening and that's why I love that quote success is the ability to go from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm how much do you trust yourself how much do you trust your vision how strong is your vision your future self how you want to feel the energy and the passion that you have towards that is it still burning bright like a flame or do you let external influences cause it to dim do you cause doubt on your path on your journey this is why it's also very important to do the things that you want to do to trust your vision your own life not what other people want for you because failure is inevitable in so many different areas especially when we are starting something that we've never done before so if you're making decisions to please other people it's going to be very difficult for you to keep that that focus and that passion and that joy and that consistency towards the thing that you're focusing on if it's not truly what you want so instead of fearing failure instead of staying on the sidelines and not getting out your comfort zone or putting yourself out there how can you start to seek more ways that you fail how can you start to see and find yourself getting more news and I, I tell myself now I'm just one step closer to a yes every time I get a no every time I might go on a date with someone and I'm thinking you know what this guy is not for me okay well I'm just one step closer to the guy that is meant for me It's not that I'm living in a delusional headspace. It's just that I know that even if it's not this, there is something so much better. Um, We don't have to be really attached to things happening in a certain way because the universe always has bigger plans for us. And I always feel that the universe has a really big sense of humour as well. I wanted to share some stories of successful famous people who failed so as I mentioned at the beginning I was going to talk about JK Rowling and I'm going to bring her in a little bit here so JK Rowling written the Harry Potter books she is I think probably the most successful female author from the UK I don't know the actual full stats however she was actually rejected by 12 different publishing houses they call them like publishing companies before she got accepted by Bloomsbury which is a publishing company 12 different companies said no to her proposal for Harry Potter and if you know her story you will be familiar with the fact that she was living in poverty she wasn't homeless she did have a property but she had children she wasn't working she was living on benefits and barely making ends meet and she had this dream of writing the book she had this big imagination and would write about Harry Potter and this was her vision this was her dream right so I'm sure a lot of people in her life at the time probably called it a pipe dream probably never believed that she would mount to anything probably thought that it was just a bit of a joke But because she had faith and trust and persistence in what she was doing, in the choices that she was making, and she didn't let the nose hold her back, she kept going, she kept trying, she pivoted, she switched things up, she changed things. Because 
with failure the other thing as well is when you're thinking about okay why is this teaching me we don't want to be doing the same thing if we're getting the same outcome which is a no which is a no it's like how do we switch it what can we learn to increase our possibilities of getting a yes and I think the biggest thing for JK Rowling's story is that she just had nothing to lose and the fact that her biggest fears were being broke struggling to make ends meet letting her parents down after going to university she was in that space she was already in her mind at rock bottom so she had nothing to lose so this is how you're really able to use regardless of the situation that you're in right now you're able to use that as fuel as drive as this is just a part of the chapter and this, what an amazing story this is going to be when I share my story to the world, when I share my story to my kids or my grandkids or whatever it is that you're thinking or wherever it is that you want to go. And when you still persistently choose the vision and you know that this is the direction I'm going in, the universe will meet you halfway. There's also the story of Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, which of course we all know Oprah. Now, Oprah was fired from her television job and she was told that she was unfit for TV. Well, we all know how that story ended up. And it's ironic, isn't it, that she actually got fired from a television job and told that she was unfit for TV to become like the queen of television all over the world. See how other people's opinions of her did not define what who she was what she made that mean about her then we've got sarah blakely who is the founder of spanx and sarah blakely was actually told over a thousand times by different investors that her idea was silly and they rejected the opportunity to invest in her business idea and now she's one of the youngest female billionaires in the world as a result of the success that her business brought. So they're just some examples of people who have faced failures and hardships and still move through. And the biggest failure out of everything is the failure of not giving things a try, holding yourself back, waiting to feel ready, Because the more that you're waiting, the longer time passes. And there's never a right time for anything, is there? You know, we could always look at, I wish that I'd done this sooner. I wish I knew all of this knowledge when I was younger. I wish that I had this opportunity when I was younger. But what is the point in looking at things in that way? Because it's not going to change the current situation. So it's how we're able to have a sense of trust within the divine, within spirit of... Okay, I didn't know this then, but I was doing the best with what I had, with what I knew, with where I was, and I failed a few times, and now I know this. Oh, wow, this is going to open up so many doors of opportunities for me. I'm going to seek this and put this into my advantage as much as I possibly can. So instead of thinking in the past and thinking with regret, how are you able to see those lessons, those choices that you made as a natural part of that was something you had to go through, your soul had to go through to teach you 
and we we look at that from a place of gratitude and love because that version of you has got you to hear to be able to listen to this podcast to be able to be on this path and then that will then set you in good stead for the future and what's about to happen what's around the corner so with all of this being said regardless of what has happened recently or in the past, how many times you failed, how many times things haven't worked out in the way that you hoped they would, where are you able to still see that as possibility, as strengths, as opportunity to get you closer towards where you want to go? How are you able to not give up, to develop more resilience and determination and devotion on the path how badly do you want to make change in your life and what are you prepared to do and who are you prepared to become in order to create that change in order to initiate the change and when you're able to initiate things energetically your vibration is going to be responded to and met by the universe So the more that we can begin to see the failures that happen, the lessons that we learn as just breadcrumbs on the path, on the track towards where we want to go, we give it less power and meaning over us. And instead of thinking that nobody fails and people get things right first time round, Remembering that we're only seeing highlight reels. People are only choosing to tell us what they want us to know. And it's very, very rare that you will do something for the first time and be spot on and amazing with it. Yes, okay, there might be the odd few people who are naturally gifted in certain areas and they they do nail it straight away. Fair enough, they don't fail. But it's the people who have a few challenges that actually have to grow more. They have to learn more. They have to try different ways to be resourceful and their life skills their skills that you can apply in all areas of your life so the common quote in the gym when you're lifting weight is working your sets till failure and when you're working your sets till failure you're pushing your strength your muscles to its ultimate max like its full capacity and that's when you're able to grow and things will get to the next level because you're pushing yourself to failure and it's the same thing with other areas of your life so if you're able to take things to the point where yes you're failing but you know that you're taking risks you know that you're trying different things and remembering that everybody fails and the people that you see who are living proof of success and have achieved these amazing results in their life they failed multiple times previously i guess this episode is really a bit of a permission slip to not let your failures hold you back to not let them mean anything about your self-worth or your potential or what is possible and remembering that you have that ultimate choice around what happens in your life opportunities are everywhere and sometimes we just need to change the story that we tell ourselves and the way in which we're looking at our situation our perspective in order to see the opportunities 
if we keep looking at things the way that we've always been looking at it, we're always going to see the same outcome and the same results. So how are you able to see areas of opportunity right now in your current situation and how can you build the courage to utilize those opportunities to put yourself out there to get uncomfortable and remind yourself that it's safe it's okay to try something different it's okay to ask a question to speak to a person you've not spoken to before it's okay to be in an environment that might be a bit different if this is the path towards your future self and it's something that you think of course my future self would be doing something like this or she would be in a relationship where she feels this way or experiences these things or she would have this successful business and be impacting clients and so many areas of their life whether it's their mindset their health their wellness their own business growth whatever it is right it's just remembering that the more you're able to seek the opportunities regardless of if you are faced with no's and setbacks and failures you're increasing the probability of getting a yes the more that you see the opportunities put yourself into the possibility of the opportunities coming the no's that you get are going to increase of course balance of probability the more that you're putting yourself out there it's more likely that you're going to get more no's but then it also increases the probability of getting more yeses does that make sense whereas if you don't do anything and you don't change well we can already predict what's going to be the outcome things are just going to stay exactly the same so basically we just don't really have anything to lose And I actually love that, that mindset of, I know that I'm going to give this a try. And if it doesn't work, then I've got me to be able to sort out and I will sort out and the universe will help me sorting it out. I'll be able to get around certain situations. As long as we are true to who we are and we're acting from, from good, I think this is so important for me to reiterate. I know I've already mentioned it, but good intentions, good energy, giving good out to the world, we will always be rewarded with with that. I I truly, truly believe that to be true. Um, I guess because I believe it to be true, I'm living it. So looking at your beliefs around failure, how failure has helped you in the past, how failure has protected you from certain situations if things haven't worked out in the way that you wanted it to and then you realize further down the line you were so grateful and glad that it didn't how are you able to see that failure has strengthened you as a character as a person and also been able to teach you so many different lessons that have grown helped you grow overall so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for listening. If you did, then please be sure to give the episode a review, well, the podcast a review over on Apple Podcasts or the stars on Spotify, five stars, because that would be amazing and I would be so grateful. And it also helps people who click on the podcast to see what the vibe is like, whether it's something that they'd like to listen to. I hope you have a gorgeous rest of your day wherever you are in the world and I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app. 
as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.